You're listening to Quirpline here on QWRP-FM. Quirpline this week is brought to you by Tom McGee's Chamonix Harmony. Catch the lyrical stylings of this French Alps barbershop quartet performing at the Esplanade this weekend. Tom McGee's Chamonix Harmony, sing a bar for me. Hello and welcome to Quirp Line. Big G Money here with the A Train. How's it going, A Train? Hashtag inert. I, wow, that's very noble of you. But regardless of how we are doing, we hope that you are having a great day out there in glorious Innsburg, the jewel of Thurston County. Not to be confused with the township of Julesburg, Thurston County. A lot of diamonds in the rough out there. At least three. And now, the news. Our lead story should not be a surprise to anybody from Innsburg. The flooding of the Shaughnessy River and subsequently turning the Shaughnessy Highway into what is now being called by the Innsburg Geological Society, Shaughnessy River 2. Can't believe they let us vote on that, G. No kidding. I was a big supporter of the Thurpston Nile, but I was outvoted. I know how you feel. I was all in on Shaughnessy River Jr. But Shaughnessy River 2 had a very strong social media campaign behind it. It's amazing how many likes you can buy on Facebook these days. At least three. Now, of course, Shaughnessy Highway was, until recently, a major trucking route, so citizens of Innsburg have been without major supplies for the last several weeks, most notably gas and oil, now being rationed by our local full-serve station, the Passen Gas, also one of this week's sponsors, Passen Gas. Try the coffee. I did. My car went nowhere. Indeed, most people's cars are going nowhere. Of course, we'll have more on this story over the course of the show, but first, it's Edith Slump with the Arts. This week, it's Edith's Book Hutch. Hello, Graham. Hello, Alex. Hi there, Edith. It's great to have you back. Is it? I'm going to ignore that remark, Alex. <clears throat> what do you have for us in the book hutch? Well, I know things have been trying around here due to the gas rationing, so I wanted to recommend a book this week that would allow people to see things from the same sunny outlook I approach life from. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, my pick of the week is a personal favorite, Terry McMillan's How Stella Got Her Groove Back. Really? You know, I don't think some of the other correspondents get so much pushback here. I'm sorry, Edith. Please continue and tell us about how Stella got her groove back. So this book, by the author of Waiting to Exhale, which is another classic I highly recommend, is about a lady named Stella Payne, and she's a really high-achieving career woman who has everything except a man to rock her world, something she's convinced she can do well without. So it's kind of like you and me in this gas situation, except instead of gas, it's just a dick she needs. Well, to paraphrase the late, great John Lennon, all you need is D. That is a generous paraphrase. So Stella takes a spur-of-the-moment vacation to Jamaica, where she meets a young man half her age who rocks her world. And I think aside from this book being extremely humorous, which is something I appreciate, we can all learn a lesson from it. Except we can't get to Jamaica because there's no gas. So you could go to Jamaica in your mind, and you could imagine having a wonderful romantic vacation. But instead of meeting a tall, handsome Jamaican man who smells of citrus, maybe it's just a... (laughs) That's the description. But instead of meeting a tall, handsome Jamaican man who smells of citrus, maybe you just meet an average height guy from Innsburg who has a spare jerry can of gas. I think that's a picture we could all get behind nowadays. That's a rich fantasy there, Edith. 
Thank you. So, supposing you found this hypothetical gas man, uh, what would you do then? Is this a self-serve fantasy or full-serve, like the passing gas? I was not aware that they offered those services at the passing gas. See, Alex, this is what you can get when you ask politely. Well, I sure learned something today, unfortunately. Edith, do you have any other book recommendations for us this week in the book hutch? No. Great. Thank you. I value your contributions to the show. You're welcome, Graham. One day I'll be able to say the same. Derek, our intern, is live at Shaughnessy River 2. How are you doing today, Derek? I'm feeling great. I'm having so much fun here at the New River. We should have done this years ago. I can't believe I'm happy to hear from you, Derek. Really? Yep, I feel that way too. So Derek is on location at Shaughnessy River 2 to tell us about how things are going down there. Derek, what's it look like at the moment? It's really full of water. Um, most of it's from the river. Um... Probably actually all of it's from the river, because I don't think it came from anywhere else. I was really counting on you this week, Derek. For what exactly? Rare glimpse of insight into the mind of Derek there. So, Shaughnessy River 2 um, is pretty good. It's not as good as the original, though. I found the uh, original had a lot more water in it, was a lot deeper. I used to canoe down with the Burke Scouts, um, but we probably won't be able to canoe down this one. It's awfully shallow. Uh, but I'm looking forward to the third one that everyone keeps saying they're going to put in next Christmas. Wait, the third one? Yeah, it's all about trilogies these days. Oh. Derek, is there anyone there that we can talk to about this development? I have someone here live. Wow, really? No shit. I've been asking him questions all day, but he seems pretty evasive. He's not giving me very clear answers. Well, put him on the line, Derek. Let us talk to him. All right, no, here. No, here. He wants to talk. No, here. No, take it. I'll hold it for you. Hello? Sir? Ma'am? Hello? No, no, actually... Guys, see what I mean? He's not giving me any answers. Derek, who are we talking to? He's one of the guys responsible for damming up the river. Oh, for f***ing out loud. Are you kidding me right now? Is that little boy all right in the head? He's He's 19! So, Derek... Yes? To be clear... Right? You are speaking to a beaver. Yeah! One of the guys who dammed up the river, him and his buddies. Can you talk to animals? I talk to animals all the time. I never get any good answers, though. Are there any adults there we could speak to, Derek? Oh, this guy's fully grown. Are there any adult humans we could speak with? There's at least a dozen, but they're all playing around in the river. What are they doing? Water sports. That's... Oh. Yeah, no, there's guys down there splashing each other with it, and some guy got some in his mouth, and that's not really good because you're not supposed to drink standing water because it's just been there all day, and you got to boil that stuff first. Could we perhaps speak to one of the saner-looking water sportsmen? Yeah, there's a guy here from the Geological Society. I know that because he and my dad both go to the secret pipesman lodge on the weekends. It's not a secret, Derek. Everybody knows who the pipesmen are. They get loaded on weekends and take care of our highways. That must be why they're out here splashing around okay well sure derek can you talk to that guy then please okay he wants to talk to you no here no you take it hello hi this is g money with a train here over on corp line Uh, who are we speaking to ralph hi ralph you're from the innsburg geological society correct oh right yeah yeah how do things look down there it's super moist down here it's actually wet you really shouldn't build a highway on a floodplain like this most people know that but Innsburg. Wouldn't it have been the responsibility of the Geological Society to advise against building Shaughnessy Highway on the floodplain? No, that's the responsibility of the Geological Survey. We're just, like, 
A fraternal organization. What, like the Pipesmen? How'd you find out about that? You have recruitment posters up in Town Hall. Where we play pool or where you pay your taxes? Both? This interview is over. Hey, mister, give me back my phone! Thank you, Derek. Hoping you get your phone back. I'm not. We paid for that phone. Okay, Godspeed then, Derek. And now keeping on top of our main story today, it's time to go to Richter Hammock Slam. Of course, the QWRP traffic co-opter is grounded due to lack of fuel, but apparently we have a fan boat that runs on biodiesel. How's it going out there, Richter? Graham, it is magnificent out here on the Shaughnessy 2. I have pulled at least three sick donuts in the past hour. You should have seen the plume I kicked up. I may have to tone it back a little bit, Graham, because I think I might have hit one of the people from the Geological Society. Have you done any work out there in the field? I've been working it day and night since we got this new fan boat and this sick new river. Did you know that you can just dump fry oil in this thing and it will go for days? Literal days, Alex. I have been driving for days. Richter, is there any vehicle traffic out there at all that you can see? What? Of course not. I'm the only mechanical thing on this river. That's why it's so awesome. Back to you. Thank you, I guess, Richter. Well, for the rest of us who unfortunately don't have French fry-powered fan boats, we have now in the studio Raphael Krinkelstoof, who says that he has a plan to deal with the gasoline rationing. Raphael, welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. So how can the average Innsbergian get their cars back on the road? Biomass. I'm sorry? Turds, Graham. We use our own turds. Oh, boy. Use them how? A little-known fact of the internal combustion engine is it will burn anything if you burn it under enough pressure. I've burned my turds. That sounds like a separate thought. I love it. <laughs> and uh, this process, it generates... Biofuel! The healthiest alternative to fossil fuels! So, so Raphael, to clarify, you're suggesting the people of Innsbruck burn their turds? No! Not just our turds! Everyone's turds! Cow turds! Dog turds! Cat turds! Raccoon turds, spider turds, sensual muskrat turds. Have you been out to East Sump Acres and seen the sewage stream? There's thousands of turds floating there. I saw a man floating down it the other week. You were watching? Burn all the turds into glorious fuel. Build the kettle on the back of your pickup truck and just turd in it all day. I get 90 miles to the turd kettle. How big is your turd kettle? Big enough for 90 miles. Uh, okay. Um, so what uh, What would be the process if someone from Innsbruck wanted to make their own turd kettle? Oh, an excellent question. I've brought a turd kettle with me. You see, normal turds are coiled or in small chunks. What you need is a long, straight turd. I have this turd straightening gun that I use to straighten all the turds before I put them in the kettle. That looks like a caulking gun. Unscrew the top of your kettle like so. And then lift. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh it smells like a cow exploded in here. Oh, 
God! Oh, I understand why that works in your car. It smells like raw gasoline. What do you eat? Agitate the mixture with a cooking spoon. Or once you've gotten used to it, I like to use my bare arms. Oh, 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 sweet mother of Jesus. You're touching it. You see, the magic is in the enzymes doing all the work. As long as you sufficiently aerate the mixture with your hands. It's on your skin. I'm calling the hazmat team. Scrape the remaining mixture off your arms so you don't waste any of your precious turds. Who cleared this guy? Well, it sure as hell wasn't me. Be sure to wash yourself clean, but not too quickly. It's an excellent moisturizer as well. God, no! Soft like a baby. Mr. Mr. Crinklestoof, could you please put the lid back? <clears throat> could you please put the lid back on that kettle? Certainly. Screw it back on. Excellent. Now, you just let it ferment for four to six weeks and plug it into your vehicle. My eyes are burning. So what you're telling us is that if we make a turd slurry in six weeks, we'll be able to drive our car again. Incorrect! Do you have a spare mask? This is simply the fresh mixture. Now, I brought another kettle with six weeks fermentation. Mr. Crinklestoof, I don't know if you can understand me. Please do not open that kettle. Open the kettle? I wouldn't recommend it here in the studio, but if you insist... Oh god, it's eating through the filter! It's pure fuel now! I'm afraid that's all the time we have, Mr. Crinklestuff. Who are these men? Get them off me! We need to go to a quick break now, or perhaps a very extended break. Probably as long as broadcast guidelines will allow us. When we come back, Derek will be on location with the Innsburg Pipesmen for their annual time capsule opening. Oh god, I was looking forward to getting my watch back. And our friends at Innsburg Hazmat will show us how to completely sanitize a broadcast studio. Which has suddenly become a very pressing issue around here. So don't go away, Corp Line will be right back. Thanks again to our sponsor, Tom McGee Shamanee Harmony. And be sure to register for your flood refund as all shows are canceled. Tom McGee's Shamanee Harmony. Fuel my car for me. 